0: Alright, hello fellow podcasters and listeners, and welcome once again to Charlie Mike. I'm your host, Santos Picasso, and this week's episode, Communication in the Workplace. Have the conversation. I'll talk about how to have the classic stew or seek to understand conversation, tough and intimidating conversations, and communication not only up and down, but laterally across your team. I'd like to give a huge shout out to listeners, Miss Shelley Hineker out of Missoula, Montana, Mr. Jeff Booth out of Valdosta, Georgia, and Mr. Jonathan Hudson out of Westminster, Maryland for giving me the inspiration for today's podcast. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Future topics are always appreciated. So sit back, relax, and get ready to Charlie Mike. All right, gang. So let's go ahead and get into our first topic today. So we're going to go ahead and go over general communication. Um, So who knows and who else needs to know? That could be from your boss to you, you to your team, and you have to ensure you're a good note taker doing all those dreaded meetings that all all us leaders have to go to so that you have uh, current and pertinent info that your team uh, needs to know and that needs to be disseminated across all employees. Um, How many of us have had a boss that kept everything close to their vest, leaving you completely clueless out on the floor and... You know there are other people in your organization that knew things that you didn't. You know, makes you feel stupid, right? Makes you feel like, oh my God, what, what, what should I know that that I don't know right now? It's like baking a cake blindfolded. You just don't know. So when I was a uh, when I was in the service and I was working up in the operations shop, um, I had a boss and he had this sign above his door, and it simply said, "Who knows." And who else needs to know? And I sat there and I thought about that. And, you know, I asked him, I said, hey, sir, um, what do you mean by that? Uh, can, you, can, you, can you fill me in a little bit on, on what that sign means? He's like, sure. He goes, it's very simple. You know, I give you a piece of information and we have a staff. We have, you know, we have multiple staff sections, multiple departments. And um, you need to figure out, okay, it affects me this way. But if I need resources and something else, what other departments are, is that going to affect? Do they need to know the same thing that I do in order for them to give me support, give me health or help? I'm sorry. And, um, I've always carried that with me and I'm like, you know what, that, that makes every last sense in the world because, um, if I need something from somebody else, how are they going to know unless they have the same piece of information that I do? So, um, I encourage you guys to to ask yourselves that question out out in the workforce. Who knows and who else needs to know? Sensitive information. Let's talk about that for a minute. When does your HR team have to get involved? And they can be anything from abuse from other leaders, uh, wanting to harm themselves or others, or any other type of information deemed sensitive where privacy or discretion may be needed. So here's a key thing. Never, ever, and did I mention ever, break an employee's trust. That's one bridge, ladies and gentlemen, that once it's broken or once it's burnt, can never, ever be rebuilt. So what if employee entrusts you with something that is vitally important, uh, that's personal, uh, you don't talk to anybody else. Uh, unless it's a unless it's a representative from your HR team a matter of fact I wouldn't even talk to your to your boss about it and you have to and you have to get advice from people that are legally and morally obli- obligated to know how to help an individual like that so just be very very careful um, manager versus employee pl- employee info uh, know the difference you know what needs to be broadcast to your team versus, what needs to be broadcast to peers and other managers. There may be all concern type of information, meaning that you know, it's every last, uh, the information is for every last one a bit of your team members, or um, it may be things that only your peers and you need to discuss. So uh, a couple of examples can be you know, road closures on, on their route to work um open enrollment for benefits for uh, open enrollment season or how much volume you're supposed to ship during a, part- a particular shift not things like scoring rubrics for employee evaluations or ongoing investigations by HR or loss prevention team or things that just may be considered uh, company classified information that can't be leaked outside of your building or outside of your organization just use good judgment and Always get a second opinion before making an announcement. That's questionable. That's why you have an HR team there. That's why you have uh, senior leaders to bounce that off of. Just use your good judgment before you do something that might get yourself or someone else in trouble. Oh, this just handed to me. And now, a word from our sponsor. How you guys doing? This is uh, Hank from New Jersey here. Uh, You got that one employee on your team that loves to gossip Loves to stir the pot or just loves to drum up drama like a damn marching band? Well, you cheeseheads need look no further. Now in coolers at your favorite gas station, the 12-ounce can of Shut the Hell Up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, finally a drink you can give that one employee, that one chowder head, that will silence them from destroying and dividing your team. Sold in the classic 12-ounce can... Or the case of whoop ass size. That's the freaking. That's the size that I buy. It shut the hell up. The drink that renders them absolutely speechless. <laughs> okay, thanks, Hank. Uh, oh man, priceless stuff. I, yeah, I can't make this stuff up. All right, now now on to the next topic. Topic number two: the stew or the seek to understand conversation. All right. So what we're going to do here is we're going to we want to start out with what we call the five W's. The who, what, why, when, where and how. Um, You know, who does this involve? What actually happened? Um, Why did it happen? Or why do you think it happened? Why does the employee think it happened? When, what time did it occur? Give us a date time group. Where, where on the production floor did it happen? And how? How do you think this could have happened? Simply gather all the facts. That's that's the first step. Uh, you want to move on to some type of discussion, and it's very very important when you're sitting down with a team or, or an individual. Do not get emotionally hijacked. Some employees like to deflect difficult conversations by telling you their life story. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Be empathetic. Be um, be a very compassionate leader. However, you control the conversation, and ensure your point is getting across. Especially if you're delivering negative feedback, if you're del- if you're delivering difficult news, or you're trying to figure out what the heck happened somewhere in your organization. Uh, them planting flowers or something in their garden has nothing to do with the current situation. So just make make sure you pay strict close attention. And uh, be sure that, you know, when someone is trying to deflect the attention off them, Um, it it, it happens. So uh, just be very careful. Um, Recommendation is help make a plan with your team on how to get better. Uh, Most leaders just deliver bad news, walk away and expect their teams to perform absolute wrong answer you have to set the expectations you have to give them standards and inspect what you expect well Santos what does that exactly mean so putting it simply inspecting what you expect is nothing more than follow-up guys we've all this this is this is leadership 101 uh, follow-up is a is vital for team growth. And you have to let your team know if they are on course or not. you got to give them an azimuth check because guess what? If they're not, that's, that's due to some bad guidance that you gave. Um, you know, I had the, the very fortunate or unfortunate experience, depending on who's listening right now, um, when I was in the service and I was a young, young major, um, I had the uh, fortunate experience of being a general's aide for a while and uh, it was a great experience. Very, 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 very tough job. and But the, the, the general officer that I worked for always told me, um, everything is on me. You know, if, if I tell a group or an organization to do something and they don't do what I ask them to do, according to my guidance, I always go back through my notes because chances are, I gave them a piece of bad guidance. I can always attribute it to something I said or didn 't state clearly and I thought to myself wow here 's this uh, this three star general, a very powerful man the, you know the the, the installation commander, um, giving me some advice and taking ownership even before something goes wrong. Uh, you know that was very admirable, and I thought that was a great piece of advice. That I've also carried with me throughout my career. You know, be clear, be clear-cut in the in the, um, in the guidance that you give to your team because some of them, if you tell them to walk through a wall, they will literally try to walk through a wall. We all we all have those people, and God bless them for trying to do that. Um, you know, generally when people wake up in the morning, I don't think they look at, at themselves in the mirror and say, "You know what? Uh, I think I want to screw up as much as much as I possibly can today." No. People wake up with the best of intentions and want generally just to do a good job. All right, so our, for our final topic today, we're going to go ahead and discuss a topic that some leaders are uncomfortable dealing with, and that's the tough, intimidating conversations. Um, you know, I, I don't care at what level of leadership that you're at. There are some conversations that you may not be completely comfortable in giving, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, you just have to coach yourself through that. Work with a partner. Uh, much like the stew or the seek to understand conversation uh, that we covered in, uh, in our last segment, you have to get to the root of the problem and the how figure out the how state the facts, point out discrepancies and performance with, with metrics. Numbers don't lie. People, you can't just go up to an employee and say, you know what? Hey, Bob, uh, you kind of, you kind of screwed up today or, you know, you didn't do that to standard and then and just leave it at that. You have to be able to tell that employee or your team hey, the metric was 50. We only, we only made 27 today. And point out um, according to policy and some other things that your company, that all depends on the organization that you're, that you're with. Uh, there should be a playbook, a roadmap, something that tells your team, hey, this is what right looks like. Let's go back and see where we failed and let's continue. Uh, You have to be able to explain and articulate what someone did wrong and what the expectation was. Follow your organization's progressive discipline policy and you can cover your six with not only possible legal ramifications, but HR as well. You can't just shoot from the hip. You can't have a difficult conversation with somebody um, and just tell them, you know, again, you just did wrong. You have to follow uh, a progressive discipline policy a discipline step Uh, that's very very important it's again it's going to keep you out of trouble and it's going to keep the organization out of trouble because let me tell you this wrongful termination lawsuits they cost companies millions every single year all right you don't want to put yourself in that you don't you don't want to be that guy that that slipped up because you just wanted to go ahead and tell an employee they were a dirtbag And that apparently was not according to your company's policy. Uh, As far as the intimidating conversations go, you may have somebody that's six foot seven, you know, weighs 275 and just looks like a hulk of a a hulk of a person. Well, guess what? You got to be able to have those conversations, too. I can't tell you a number of times how many some, you know, some big dudes sat across from me and I'm like, man, this is probably not going to go well. And, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's probably going to be very mad at, uh, some of the things that I have to tell him or, or, or point out, point out to them. But you know what? Again, be compassionate, be direct, be to the point, use facts and, you know, point everything out. And as, so long as you are professional and not abrasive about it, no one can ever come back and say that you were in the wrong. Again, be professional, non-abrasive, be compassionate and do everything according to your company's policy and you'll be just fine. All right, let's talk about instances of disrespect. Whether it be towards another employee, this conversation may be difficult for some to have. Usually this centers around something like I'm not going to do that type of statement or someone did not carry out a task that you laid out. When you walked away, again, you got to get down to the facts. you got to figure out if a team member just blew you off or simply just didn't understand your instructions. You know, there's a, there's a big difference. If a team member just blew you off and, and didn't want to do what you asked them to do. The, here, here's the, here's the, the, the one statement that I've always used with a team or an individual that, that uh, I'm working with three things. Is it illegal? Is it immoral? Or is it unsafe? If you can check no to all three of those boxes, the only thing they should do is execute right after that. Um, and if not, that's a different situation altogether. You may have to get HR involved. Um, or if you just gave bad guidance, if they didn't understand the set of instructions that you gave them, it may turn out, hey, uh, hey guys, you know, two plus two equals four. Well, at Santos, we thought two plus two equaled seven point five the way you explained things. So we're, we were kind of unclear. Hey, nope, no harm, no foul. Get your team together, have a quick uh, sync meeting, and let them know what right looks like, and then point them in the right direction. Not, not a big deal. Um, the last, the last uh, topic I'm going to use in in this segment is. Uh, safety, a break in policy. So I chose safety for this specific um, example because every organization across the globe has something to do with safety. Uh, I'm going I'm to use safety as my example. Most companies are very safety conscious, yet employees will test the waters and see if they can get away with a little bit more than they're supposed to. Everybody's got that one guy that... As quick as you're fixing things, they're right behind you, screwing it back up. I get that. God love them. Uh, You just got to be patient. Uh, Some examples might be not wearing PPE properly, entering a hazardous area without proper authorization or unauthorized use use of a cell phone. Uh, Let me tell you about that one. I used to work for a transportation industry um, where you just couldn't use your cell phone on, on your vehicle, period. I like, you know, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And unfortunately, I had to let a few people go because, again, they thought they were above the law or they just, they weren't thinking clearly. Um, something as cut and dry as that, you know, it's a terminable offense. You, you got to do what you got to do. Um, or, you know, you have the infractions of using a piece of equipment that has a lockout tagout notice on it. You know, that's a no-no. That, that's pretty much an automatic termination in, in, in any company that, that I've worked for. You know, reference your organization's safety policy. And ensure you issue the proper disciplinary action according to what it, you know, the level of offense that they made. Uh, this will tell you what corrective action to make or determine if the, the infraction is terminable and you just need to part ways with that employee. Okay. So uh, very, very important that you know how to reference that. All right. So today we talked about some examples of how to communicate in the workplace and some common examples that leaders face day in and day out. Be articulate. Be articulate. Don't play the blame game and stick to the facts. What's vital to all team members and what's close hold? You got to know the difference. Just like that old saying goes, bad news does not get better with age. It's not like fine wine, people. You, 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 you got you to get it out in the open. Um, you know, neither do tough conversations. Identify the infraction. Act quickly, fairly, and impartially. You know, these are some of the many examples of communication in the workplace. Practice makes perfect do that with a peer or an hr representative. I mean, you'd practice for an athletic event or for a speech to a large group of people, right? Okay, well then why wouldn't you do that when communicating with your team or before delivering some so unpleasant news? Again, don't just shoot from the hip. Don't be the idiot. Don't be the guy that sits there and speaks like you got a bag full of grapes in your mouth because you 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 do not instill confidence in your team like that. You got to be prepared. You gotta know what you're talking about. You gotta be poised. That's what leaders do. All right. Um, I, I really do hope that this was an informative, enjoyable episode for all of you. It, it certainly is for me. It's alert, it, you know, it's a two-way learning street. You know, as always, I can be reached via email at santos.picasio at gmail.com or via Google Voice at 509 255 3659 Again, my Google Voice number is 509 509- Two five five three six five nine. Leave me a, leave me a voice message. Let you know. Let me uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what I need to work on. Let me know what topics you want to talk about. I'll answer any questions that I can that I can answer for you. I'll do my research. I'll do my homework. It's such a great uh, honor to sit here and, and collaborate with you guys. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you, the listener or fellow podcaster. Um, you know. We're all in this together. Um, it, it it just absolutely, you know, warms my heart uh, we're talking about leadership. It's a great passion of mine, and uh, you know, I'll sit down with anybody and try to help you or try to learn a new skill set when it comes to leadership and communication. And that's that's what it's all about is helping each other. You know, this will this will create a collaboration in which we can all enrich our skills and just win win win. So, until next time, I'm Santos Picasso, reminding you to suit up, show up, and Charlie Mike.